Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. And I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. Just a reminder, you can always subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio, and of course, you can download episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Look for Press This on the left-hand side. In this episode of Press This, we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic for me, um, but the topic around building dynamic themes people actually use. And in this uh, episode, we're going to be interviewing, and welcome to the show, Mr. Bilal Hassan. Welcome, Bilal. Hi. Hi, David. Nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have you here and talk about this topic. And you know, I think for, for people listening, you might be they might be thinking, well, what do you mean themes people actually use? Like, people use themes. Um, and, you know, maybe that's a deep and interesting topic, but but specifically what we mean by that are functional themes that people can customize and really uh, modify for their business and their vision as they see fit. And in doing that, you've built a framework, the atomic, uh, I'm sorry, the ACID framework, which basically allows people to leverage the customizer API. And we're going to be digging into that today and how people can build themes in this kind of functional way. Um, but before we start with that, Bilal, I'm, I'm kind of curious, how'd you get involved with all this WordPress stuff? What, what is your WordPress origin story? Um, yeah, so WordPress, initially I started with it, I would say, about 10 years ago in 2008. Um, at the time, I was running um, a small business while I was attending college. Um, initially, I had a website that was purely built in just PHP that I used to uh, sell services like cell phone unlock codes and stuff on it. 
And at the time, a friend of mine told me about WordPress. And I remember as soon as I tried it, my mind was blown at how much easier it made things. Um, and since then, I've been hooked on WordPress. Um, I took my first job right out of college as a WordPress developer. Um, it was just, um, it was great, a great framework to work with, especially because I already knew PHP, MySQL, JavaScript. Um, over the years, I continued working with WordPress um, and I started building uh, plugins and themes. Um, initially as a hobby, but as I started publicizing them, I started getting a fair amount of users, which eventually allowed me to separate on my own and just start my own company, initially with just myself, building websites for clients and building uh, free and premium plugins and themes. Um, and we're now sitting at, uh, there's four of us in total, including myself, three developers and one um, office admin. Um, which initially started out as, you know, just myself building plugins and themes. Now there's four of us here actually dedicated towards uh, working with clients and building our own products all in WordPress. So many stories out there similar to that, this this notion of we just started dabbling and then all of a sudden had work and then all of a sudden needed a team. Yep. Um, so it's kind of encouraging to hear you have that same story. And is is the theme business, like you said, you're giving the themes away, or I guess maybe contributing to org or something, but like, do you have a business selling themes or is it only just kind of this notion of, of open sourcing and giving back and then doing client work? Like what is your business within themes? Um, within themes, yes, we do the free themes, but we also do uh, pro versions of those themes. Um, so we give away quite a bit with the free themes. You know, we try to get uh, the theme in the hands of as many people as possible. Um, you know, for those who want to use it for free, you know, by all means, go ahead. It's open source. Um, even the pro versions uh, are open source because we publish on .org. Um, that's one half of the business. The other half is we have clients um, who, you know, who want websites that are highly functional, that interact with their app or with their web app or with all sorts of different APIs. And, you know, we have the WordPress uh, framework at our disposal. So we, whether we're building a customizable theme or functionality that interacts with the theme, that's, that's the other half of the business uh, directly with uh, clients. So you're kind of seeing this from both sides, right? The side of, I, I'm going to choose the theme you built and do it on my own. And then also from the side of, well, I'm I'm choosing you and your team to build themes for me that I might uh, or have highly customized, of course, and then use them within my business. You, you're seeing it from both perspectives. Yes, that's exactly it. Like I can give you an example, a client recently that we built an entire plugin to manage uh, automotive uh, inventory for. Um, it was a big plugin that took, you know, a few hundred hours of work. And by the time we were done, um, I pitched the idea of, Hey, how about we build you a couple of themes around this plugin, um, for the same purpose. That way it helps them, you know, promote their plugin and helps them provide it, provide the theme for free to their clients. And, um, so it, it's the same kind of work, but we do in two different ways, whether it's for client facing or whether for it's, uh, the community, um, more or less as similar is just who we're dealing with, um, is what changes. Okay. So now I want to dig into the ACID framework a little bit and talk about this notion of building functional or dynamic themes people actually use. And in order to do that, though, I think it's important for people to understand exactly what the customizer is. I think a lot of listeners are very familiar, but I think some people who uh, have not used the customizer within the context of their theme or, or you know, are as up to speed on all the goings on of WordPress that, that you know, folks like yourself and me would be. Um, but maybe you could explain what is the customizer and how do people use it within a theme? 
Um, the customizer was introduced several years ago now. I'd say probably five or six years ago. Uh, it wasn't as popular at the beginning. It took a while for it to kind of take off until the um, theme review team enforced it upon um, anyone who's submitting new themes to WordPress.org. Uh, but to explain what the customizer is, it's a standardized um, API that allows theme authors to create theme options for their themes easier in um, a consistent way and allows theme users to manipulate their theme and preview their changes live before committing to publishing those changes. Um, so it's very beneficial for both the author and for the user. Um, and again, it's like the most important thing that I find about it, it's the consistent approach to theme customization. Before Customizer, people use so many different ways of uh, theme mods, such as you know the settings API or whatnot. But the Customizer really has brought all that together, and it is the ideal way to create theme options um, as of the last few years, at least. And it's more than an API, right? It's it's the UI that the user actually also uses to customize their theme. Yeah, absolutely. The UI is definitely a huge component of it. For the developer, it's the API that you interact with. The user mainly only sees the UI, only ever have, has to worry about you know, what color do I want? What background image do I want? So the UI being consistent is is probably the most uh, benefit, beneficial thing for the person who's downloading and using the theme, because no matter which theme they're using, it, the UI is the same. You can find it at the same spot. It's just each theme has different options that you got to get used to, that's all. So there's consistency there as you move between themes, but the, the options themselves or the functions themselves that you're customizing are, are unique. What are some other key areas that theme creators use within the customizer API or UI to uh, deliver functionality or uh, customization to the user? Um, so there's a lot of tools that are available in the customizer API for developers that we use regularly, such like, for example, uh, developers can add shortcuts on screen. Um, that way, when the user goes and opens the page in Customizer, they click, they can see that pencil anywhere on the page, and they click on it, and it takes them directly to the option that allows them to manipulate the appearance of that component that they're looking at. Um, other things like selective refresh um, or toggling panels or sections on and off based on um, what option the user has or has not selected. Um, you know, it, it's, it's very nice to see a big long form that you can edit um, and go through it one at a time. However, when the developer goes the extra step and adds um, functionality that's, that refreshes the customizer itself as the user is updating it, it makes for a much better user experience. And a lot of authors are already leveraging uh, those, um, uh, those benefits of the customizer. Um, additionally, uh, you know, the customizers for, um, form field, you know, it allows for easy image uploading, color picking, uh, background, etc. And, um, also lastly, uh, developers have the ability to create their own custom fields, um, that they can put into, uh, the customizer API. So for example, if you want a radio button, but you want an image associated with it, that's not included by default, but you can easily create one as a developer. So there's... There's all these options and settings that allow the theme creators to create options for their themes that give more power to the user to customize the themes to fit their business or the use case of the particular theme. And, and so the customizer fulfills that role. And uh, this is actually an interesting topic in, in today's world with Gutenberg and other things. Um, and I wanna ask you about that here in a minute, but we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. AM Days 2018 comes to Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. 
Register now at amdays.com. Make the most of your performance marketing with help from some of the most iconic brands, including Microsoft, Capital One, Uber, Backcountry, and many more. AM Days 2018 brings together a powerhouse of industry leaders and dealmakers to network and share insights on the latest practices and cutting-edge updates in performance marketing and more. Make plans to be in Las Vegas for our landmark 10th event. AM Days 2018 Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Webmaster Radio listeners can save 20% on two-day and combo passes using promo code WMR20. Register now at amdays.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. And right before the break, I was interviewing Bilal Hassan about the Acid Framework, and he was telling us all about the customizer and how theme creators use the customizer to deliver better experiences for the users using those themes. So Bilal, you talked about all the different things a theme creator could add to their theme to allow the the user to customize it. With Gutenberg looming, is this even a thing anymore? Will theme providers still need to use the customizer to deliver these experiences? Or do you view Gutenberg kind of taking over that experience in the future? Um, That's actually a very interesting question because we've been here, you know, looking into Gutenberg quite a bit, and we've actually started building plugins for Gutenberg, building blocks, building um, theme components, well, not theme components, but things that normally would have been theme components in Gutenberg. Um, The way I see it, though, I see that they're going to work together very, very well uh, because Gutenberg is going to change the way um, people create content, but not necessarily the way they design a page. You could do that, of course, with Guten blocks. You can you can create a block that is a slider or that has all sorts of functionality, uh, but it's going to really depend on what the authors do with it. However, I know for a fact that the vision for Gutenberg is not necessarily to take away from Customizer at all. Um, initially, Gutenberg is going to allow people to create content in new and exciting ways that you know right now the WYSIWYG editor doesn't really let you. Um, and then the next step, with Gutenberg, um, it's going to be used more as a templating uh, mechanism where you can create your template with uh, with blocks. Um, but even with all that, you can still leverage the customizer for all sorts of other things. For example, the navigation bar, the menu, the footer, um, all you know, sidebars, all those things um, are still going to be controlled, the appearance of them at least. Uh, they're going to need to be controlled globally 
um, by the customizer. Um, you know, background images for the entire website. So Gutenberg is more involved at the content level, so within the single post or the single page or the custom post type, whereas everything else outside of it still will be in uh, the customizer. Um, so yeah, I definitely see them working very well together once Gutenberg is finally out. Yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunities there. I think, you know, for me, that knowing the exact future is uh, often difficult with stuff like that, but it feels like for me, themes and customizer have a big, big long life in, in the WordPress ecosystem. So um, interesting to hear your thoughts there. So as people, as theme creators, and, and certainly a lot of them are listening to this episode, uh, podcast, but what, what mistakes are people making when they're, when they're incorporating functions within the customizer? Like, what, are they doing too much, too little? Like, what do, what do you think the biggest mistakes are people make when they, do, when they use the customizer? Um, so I, uh, for a while, I reviewed a few themes um, on the theme review team, and I regularly look into uh, themes that are out there. I download them, take a look at the code, see how people are doing things. Some of the common mistakes that I find, um, or they might not, this one might not be seen as a mistake, but you know, for, for a theme developer who's building multiple themes, um, there's a lot of copy and paste going on. So you, know, you build a theme, it works, you love the way the customizer works, you like all the options. Then what a lot of theme developers use is they take as much of that code as possible and copy paste it into a new theme, edit, edit the IDs and everything and start using it again. Um, while that sounds like a common practice for all development, um, it is reinventing the wheel in specific scenarios. For example, the customizer options require you to add sanitization um, to your form field to make sure everything is uh, is clean. Um, and you know, instead of um, instead of creating sanitization functions that you leverage only once, that's where the copy paste is coming in. And a lot of developers are creating a sanitization for every different field rather than abstracting it a little bit. Um, so to, to speak to that a little bit, the customizer API gives you access to a lot of things on save. So whenever um, you're, you're sanitizing, you're able to find out which field is sanitizing. And based on the field type it is, you can sanitize against the provided list of options. Uh, one thing I'm finding regularly is that people are hard coding uh, those sanitizations for every dropdown rather than using one sanitization function. And I'm diving a bit too deep, but that's because I've seen this uh, enough times um, in code uh, that is worth mentioning. The other thing that I'm finding that um, is a common mistake for the customizer API, it's being used um, to create uh, custom options rather than using core features when permitting. Um, so for example, WordPress core by default provides you with background colors, background images, um, header images, logos, um, favicon, all of those are already built into WordPress when you download it, um, as long as you add the theme support for it. Uh, but some, you know, some theme developers are not adding theme support. Instead, they're creating their own options, which there's a rule against now in, um, in the theme review team, um, encouraging people to always use what is available by core rather than creating their own custom, because there's always, you know, potentially some repercussions if you don't use the default logo and rather use your own. Um, one last thing um, when it comes to the customizer, and this one is probably the most common uh, issue and the most significant one I would say is people are leveraging the customizer to create content. Um, now I know the customizer lets you do that easily without any issues. Yes, it has text fields and text areas. So people, why not? They start, you know, they go ahead and create those elements that allow people to create content in the customizer. But that's not necessarily the main purpose of the customizer. Um, and again, if it works, why change it? The reason, the reason I'm not a huge fan of that specifically, creating content in the customizer, that is, is because 
every the way WordPress stores your theme options, every theme option is its own um, row in the uh, options table. The moment you change the theme, you no longer have access to all of those theme options. So if a user spent you know hours and hours building their content and customizer, all that content is going to be lost the moment they switch their theme. They're going to have to activate the old theme again, copy things over, move them over to the new theme. Um, so for that, I always you know urge people to anything that is content, keep it on the content side of things. So if it if it's a custom post type, for example, create one uh, if need be. Um, or um, I'm not going to talk about Meta right now because I know uh, Gutenberg is coming out, and there's a whole that that's probably a whole other conversation. Uh, but mainly, it the, the the mistake I'm finding is using customizer to create content. Um, it's so natural to do that too. I remember when the customizer first came out, I had that. I didn't actually read much about it. I just tried it, kind of raw, and yeah. I had that same kind of reaction I did with Gutenberg, which is, oh, this is a cool way to edit a page. Yep. Um, but that's of course not its its primary function. So it's really interesting. Okay, so those were some awesome mistakes, and I think you know if you're out there creating themes, uh, probably rewind that part and listen and and take note of what Bilal said there but uh, I'm kind of curious like who have you seen out there like who's doing a really awesome job with this like theme companies agencies brands like who have you seen that's just like totally slaying it with the use of customizer in their themes uh, there's honestly so too many to count <laughs> like to specify but I've seen a bunch of themes that are definitely worth mentioning like the customizer theme the make theme uh, those are two of the themes that stand out that have been around for a bit you know they're not new by any means they have a big community behind them um, that leverage customizer very well. Um, not to be biased, but I'm going to mention a theme that we recently finished actually named Builder that it's actually been only live for two weeks and it's already on the popular list that leverages the customizer to its full extent with a whole bunch of features. Um, so leveraging asset framework and customizer has allowed us to create over 200 uh, theme options with a fraction of the time that we normally would have. Um, aside from that, you know, anyone who's using um, uh, like any of the uh, customizer framework uh, tools out there. Basically, there's a lot of theme companies that are using uh, customizer to full extent, like Theme Isle. Um, and uh, like us, you know, we've been working with customizer for since the moment it was enforced in um, on the by the WordPress uh, theme review team. Um, and with adding additional functionality through asset framework, now we can create fields that are better than ever. Um, you can instead of having a checkbox for things, you can create toggles. Instead of having, you know, enter a numerical value between one and ten, you now have a slider that allows you to slide it. So, adding such easy ways to customize the theme that users will notice your theme and come back to it over and over rather than choosing to switch. And it sounds like you're touching on some of the stuff in Acid, and I want to I want to kind of dive into that a little bit. But what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to learn all about the Acid framework. So everybody, hang tight, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. 
the Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Webmasterradio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Right before the break, Bilal Hassan was sharing a little bit about the ACID framework and how it extends the customizer API within WordPress. So, Bilal, why don't you give us the TLDR here? Uh, you mentioned how, uh, right before the break, that the ACID framework gave you guys the ability to add some new functions more easily into your customizer settings for your themes, but like, what's going on here? Um, what, what exactly have you built into this uh, framework? Um, so first thing I'll talk about is uh, right now, in order for anybody to use the customizer API, they have to go in and find the exact code that'll, you know, the function calls within WP Customize to add a text field, a radio, whatever. A um, lot of copy pasting, a lot of editing, a um, lot of code that's not necessarily, you know, the first time you look at it, not to say it looks strange, it's just it's not the easiest code to look at. Uh, what Asset does is it gives you the ability to create your customizer options as a single uh, multi-level array. Um, and you know the way customizer is built, customizer uh, is formed of panels, sections, and options within those sections. And that's exactly what the customizer looks like in, in the UI. Um, so when you're creating your array, you're simply creating an array of panels. Within each panel, there's an array of sections, and within each section, there's an array of options. Um, so it takes the code that you write that you most of the time have to copy and paste because you know no one really memorizes that code unless you're using it every day, every day, all the time. Um, but you know if you know a little bit of PHP, you know how to write an array. And once you know how to write an array, then you know how to create customizer op options with ACID because it takes all that convoluted code and turns it into a simple to read array um, for you right out of the gate. Um, the other thing that customize that ACID does for you is right now in order to, uh, in order to create a single option, um, aside from the panel and the section, you need two different calls to create the option. You need, the you need to create the field, you need to create the setting for it. With ACID, it combines it into one so that when you create an option, you literally just have to give it the name, the label, description, a default, um, and additional parameters if you need to. Um, and again, the ACID framework will automatically take your uh, array and convert it into um, WordPress customizer code that will create your uh, setting for you. Um, lastly, what ACID does on top of everything else is it creates new um, form fields that are not included in the customizer API. Uh, for example, if you want your uh, user to uh, pick 
from a list of predefined colors, let's say you have a reason as a designer that you want to restrict uh, what color options they have, uh, you can select the color picker that's not necessarily the, the drag and drop color picker. It's just basically a set of colors that you can click on, interact with, and it's very visually pleasing. Um, with Acid, you can also create uh, radio buttons as uh, images. So for example, if you have um, a radio for left, right, or no sidebar, you can represent those with images. And again, it's better for the user. Um, it additionally gives you an HTML editor. So you have tiny MCE right in um, the customizer. I know earlier I talked about creating content. I was going to say, oh, you're going to go back to <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? People, if people are using it, I might as well give them the option. Um, and it's up to them to follow that standard or not. Um, there's a whole bunch of other options like radio toggles. Um, there's a slider for picking a number. You can give it a range, a minimum, a maximum, how much it steps by. Let's say you're setting things like opacity or number of slides to show. Um, and uh, the other default options like date, <coughs> excuse me, uh, toggle. Toggle is usually a checkbox, but what ACID does, it converts it to a toggle that you can actually slide on or off um, as you see fit. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it, basically. You know, I, I kind of talked for a bit about it, but basically the main thing that Asset does is it takes what you do with the, how, the way you interact with Customizer API, it changes it ever so slightly, but it gives you so much benefit um, that allows you to create the same options that you would in a fraction of the time while giving you additional controls that you don't already have. Um, the other thing that Asset does for you, which I find is pretty big, is it handles sanitization out of the box. Um, so, for example, if you're creating um, a color picker field, um, Acid will automatically create the – like it already has a sanitization function that will sanitize the input. You don't have to do it. And again, that's one point that I find, um, you know, during doing theme reviewing, um, for getting your sanitization, you know, usually you don't, you don't pass a theme for that. But with Acid, you don't have to worry about any of that because it's handling for you. You just literally include it, create your array options, and forget about it. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. And I've uh, had a chance to read up. I'm actually going to play with it here uh, here in the, in the next couple of days and, and look at it more specifically. But, you know, I think your viewpoints on the use of customizer in general and then your observations on some of the benefits that that ACID provides people, um, I think for me, was really enlightening and thinking about theme building strategy. Um, it's open source, right? No, no charge for the framework. Absolutely open source, completely free. It always will be. Awesome. Well, Bilal, this was really great talking to you about all this. Uh, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. Awesome. And if you'd like to learn more about the ACID framework, you can actually do so by visiting this little URL, litturl.co forward slash ACID. That's litturl.co forward slash ACID. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Just a reminder, you can always subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. 
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.